0: What's going on everybody and welcome back to yet another edition of the get a bucket podcast with dre and Trey Trey tell the people what's going on man
1: what's up everybody how y'all doing
0: Trey you've been uh you been uh you've been watching these games bro what you what you think Playoffs is getting good brother I mean
1: to be honest with you, you know I I give everybody about there about a a bucket or two 10 or 20. Nice. You know? Uh-huh, nah, nah, uh-huh. nah, not nah. They've been some solid games out there, honestly. Um, I don't even know which one I want to start with, dude.
0: I do, man. I'm going in, I'm going in hot, brother. So I want to talk about Toronto and Philly first. Game three, bold statement of the podcast. I'm going to say this mm. is the first one. Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the playoffs. I might call him the best player in the league. So, game three, Kawhi went off for 39, 14, and 5. And in the series, peep these numbers, Trey. 38 Mm -hmm. buckets, nine boards, shooting 61.8% from the field and 46.4% from three. Kawhi, I don't know if you watch these games, dog, but Kawhi really reminds me of, I'll say someone like a Kobe or like a Jordan, Mm -hmm. and when I say that, he has the ability to get anywhere on the court offensively Mm -hmm. and just put it in the hoop, son. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. I don't think that while someone like a KD may be a little bit flashier and obviously with his height and his length, it gives him a little bit uh, of a more well-rounded offensive skill set. But Kawhi, I think, can score with just about anybody in the league and of course we already know how he can strap Mm
1: -hmm. um
0: series is going well uh it's very entertaining i think the biggest thing that i'm seeing in it is that Embiid is really the key for the sixers he's been sick the past couple of games and when he's on he really does lead the sixers to victory when he's off he just doesn't um obviously ben simmons can't shoot so, if they Ben Timmons could shoot, though, like it would be so easy for them. But um, I think the series will go where Embiid goes. And I think another bold statement, I just don't know if, generally speaking, Embiid's body is built for the playoffs. I think he's just, he stays hurt too much. Um, and just the grind that it takes to play these games night in and night out, the physical nature of them, and just how intense they can get, I just don't think he's built for it. So, I'm sticking with my prediction of the Raptors on that one, so.
1: Yeah, um, to be honest, what you do, for me, Toronto's not playing really well outside of Kawhi. I do kind of see what you mean by a little Jordan-esque. I wouldn't say Jordan-like, but I kind of see what you're coming from. He plays offense well, um, does that mid-range game pretty well. He's not a three-point shooter, but at the same time, he can make a three-point shot um, and plays a tremendous defense, solid rebounder. So I see where you're coming from on that. And... My thing is, Toronto has to realize that they're playing not just for themselves, but, like, not just for this year, but for next year and then, and the other years because Kawhi might be leaving after this year, you know? And, <laughs> I mean, I think Lowry needs to realize that the most because they need him the most, uh, to be honest. Actually, they need Siakam the most, and he's young, so that is kind of tough on him personally. In but, yeah, 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 that's... That's always tough for a player. I hate that for him. And in the playoffs, like you said with Joel, too, he's their best player. Ben Simmons should be, but he's their best player. And they need him healthy. However, I think the Raptors are going to try to tire him out. They need to get physical with him. They need to bang with him. They have enough bodies. And you attack him because you can out-duel Joel Embiid. He he doesn't seem that well like in game four. He had 11 points, but in game three, he had 33. So when he plays extremely well, they win. But if he plays subpar, they're going to lose more than likely. And I'm sorry, but Simmons, to me, is not being really impressive. Like, he can get lost in the shuffle. He can easily get lost in the shuffle. And if you're going to mention a man when he's going to actually play well, you know, mention him when he won. Mention him when he won, two, Like in game four. Mm-hmm. Like in game four. Like, mm-hmm. We can we can do that. We can do that. I want to talk about another man on the um, in the East, Giannis. I don't even want to say Kawhi on Kyrie at this point. Giannis, the Greek Freak. Okay. Okay. In Game Three, mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. that was the one I actually saw. Well, I saw both games, Game, game Three and Game Four, right? But in Game Three, I, I, I it stuck out to me like he outplayed Kyrie. Kyrie played well, but it showed that like you know Giannis is better. At everything, like at everything. He's their biggest, he's the, he's the X Factor. Celtics really don't have too much of a stop for him. I mean, they, they play really well against them as team defense, but at some point in time, great players are going to outplay team defense. Um, you know, uh, the Bucks bench—they outplayed the Celtics in that particular game, forty-two to fifteen points. That cannot happen. It didn't happen in Game Four, but like that cannot continue to happen. The bench on the Celtics needs to improve. Um, and I was actually very surprised because the Bucks are really shooting quite well against the Celtics. You know that that I actually was not expecting that. Chris Middleton shooting seventy percent from three. How? How? Oh and Milwaukee is winning. I still have I still want the Celtics to win in 7. Okay. I still have the Celtics winning in 7. Okay. But Brogdon, but Brogdon okay. not playing mm-hmm. right now. I think that's that could throw off Milwaukee for a little bit possibly on the cohesion aspect. Mm-hmm. I I want to mm-hmm. say that cause he's a young player still. So him coming back from the playoffs is a little tougher, you know. It's a little tougher. So
0: Yeah. No, I get that. Um, I agree with everything that you said. I I'm really kind of locking in watching Giannis, and he really is everything that everybody says that he is. It's I I agree with you in everything but one point. Is that that Kyrie is well Giannis is better at Kyrie than everything. Um, he doesn't shoot that well yet. Um, most of his points I feel like come in the, the paint and you know driving. I think once he develops a jump shot, which he's going to he's going to be a problem like goat level problem so I definitely want to keep an eye out for Giannis one thing that's uh, still sticking out for me um after the last game man Kyrie was crying about the refs talking about I think six straight possessions Giannis came down he got fouled and you know that's really slowing down the tempo of the game sorry Kyrie that's part of it you know what I mean if he's going in there he's being physical they're going to call a foul. So I didn't really appreciate Kyrie and his, his mm-hmm. comment Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to take it over to the to we, the West Coast? We college? can, after I make this quick side? statement.
1: Terry, you're not scary anymore. You're not.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, so who was he battling last year?
1: I don't remember, but he... he...
0: Bledsoe? Yeah, I think. He's beating Bledsoe. Yeah, he's beating Bledsoe. So, no, he's not scary, Terry, but he's still better than Eric Bledsoe, and I think that's all that matters. That's true. That's true. (coughs) West side. West side. Go ahead. I know you want to talk about him. Go ahead. Thank you for the
1: introduction. (laughs) (laughs) Denver versus Portland. Game three, you know, Portland did win. I'll give them credit. But, you know, game four, Denver prevailed. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Jokic and Murray are actually setting records, thirty point or thirty plus points. And Jokic actually got um, a a triple double, and they had those in back to back games. Jokic actually got the triple double in one of those games, though. But that no players in the history of the game, have, I think, have done that. That's pretty okay. impressive. Those like those those are pretty good stats right there. For me, the Nuggets are the better team. Mm-hmm. They they play solid defense. Um, they would have won game three if it wasn't for, like, turn, they were turning the ball over all the, like a lot. Uh, they were up for 20-plus seconds left. Like, you can't, as a young team, you can't make those critical mistakes, you know? And for me, a Damon CJ equate to Jokic. So the rest of the Nuggets team have to step up. And I think Paul Millsap is going to step up at least one game. But you're going to need other players for, like, another game to step up because right now you got you to gotta look at it like you have a, a three-game series because it's tied 2-2 right now. So you just need two more games and you have home court advantage. Mm-hmm. You have to look at it like that. You have to.
0: Um, I... First off, I have to give props what props to do. That's what the real one's doing. I have to give it to you. I was not hip to Jokic. Um, Jokic is a real one, bro. Um... I do think that he is the best player in the series, so I have to give it to you for that as well. Um, however, I still think I, I believe in in I believe in the Trailblazers. You know, also I got to give a shout out to Murray. I saw him hit this over the backboard, falling out of bounds shot. That was OC. I just feel like the Blazers they're going to find a way to kind of grit it out and pull it out, and I think that is due to some of their playoff experience. I think we're going to see Dame time come a couple more times. Uh, I think CJ, I'm not sure which game it was. it's probably game three, but he really came up big and dropped a 40-piece nugget on him. So I still believe in him. Like you said, it's a 2-2 series. Um, The Nuggets are young. Dame, he's hungry. CJ, he showed up bigger than I thought he would. You got some solid role players over there. I still feel like they pull it out. It's going to be a grinded-out series, one of the more evenly matched for sure. But, you know, whoever wins this, you know, we'll see if they can win a game against the Warriors. Have you been watching this Mm -hmm. series? Bruh. So, this series is pretty Mm -hmm. simple. Um, James Harden needs to play outside of his mind, Mm -hmm. and the Rockets need to do absolutely everything right. So by mm-hmm. now, everybody has seen Draymond Green, who is accidentally – I'm making air quotes, but you guys can't see it. Accidentally poked uh, James Harden in the eye not once, but twice mm-hmm. now. One time, his eyes went all the way red. You know, this time I guess it wasn't as bad. Maybe James's eyes are just glazed over at this point. But Harden has to play outside of his mind. The last game, game three, was really good. That was the one that Houston was finally able to kind of stick it out and win. Harden dropped 41. Um, KD, in that game, he passed Dwayne Wade for the 10th spot on the playoff scoring list. The biggest, one of the biggest things for me is, and I got to continue to mention this because I feel like people give him a pass. Mm -hmm. Your man Steph Curry has disappeared yet again. I don't want to hear he's hurt. I don't want to hear about his little baby finger. I don't want to hear about his ankle. I don't hear none of that. Once again, for maybe like the third or fourth playoff in a row, Steph is disappearing when people need Steph the most.
1: I feel like you said a lot, but we're gonna start with the Steph Curry topic. Like, Please. the man injured his finger. Like, why? Don't care. How can? Why? why Does that mean you why, miss a dunk like, now? I'm, I, I I agree. You probably shouldn't dunk, but. I don't think that I don't think that equates to why he missed the dunk. I don't think that might just be tired legs. I don't know, um, but in terms of him shooting, I think that can affect him shooting and missing because um, it's your guide hand. So it is kind of important to shoot with. You know, like, just saying there's some credibility as to why a shooter can't shoot well like, if you're banged up, nicked up. That's going to cause some some misses, some some errors in your in your form. It's like it's like when you're shooting something delicate like it's very intricate you're just it's the same motion the same fluid motion all the time if you mess something up it's going to throw off that motion so now it's weird now you got to adjust to it so i mean i'm i'm i know he like' it's, it's understandable he is struggling a little bit i think he's actually gonna come out swinging in game four having himself a beautiful day
0: but my can can i want you to address mm-hmm. one thing has this not been the Third or fourth playoff where he's had some pretty big games where he's come up really small?
1: Um, I can't say that. And what's the reason? I can't say that same. I can't say that for last year because, in all honesty, he actually played well there in the finals game outside of one of those games. He played extremely well. So I think he did well last year. And then the years before that, okay, cool, maybe. Um, maybe not his first year in the finals, maybe not then, maybe not then, so it's kind of been back and forth, it's not, it's kind of been back and forth, but he hasn't been consistent, I'll give you that, I will.
0: Do you feel like we give him a pass, so if this was somebody on the level of a KD or a LeBron? Well, we
1: don't, We would well, we don't him. put him up there anymore, um, and for this very reason, so until, I mean, hell, if he can, if he changes it, he's still young enough to the point where i think his career can be revitalized as potentially the best player in the game because again he, he shoots better than damian lillard and anybody in the, in the game so and he has the greenest light possible you know mm-hmm. so because mm-hmm. of that's like he can be the best player again he has to show that consistency in the playoffs so mm-hmm. but he's not in that discussion anymore so there's that too okay Fair enough, fair enough. How do you see the uh, the series going with uh, the Warriors? Houston? Well, to be honest with you, I see them going a, I want to say a gentleman sweep in all honesty. I really do. Like, I really do. But I kind of want to, I think uh-huh. I said my pick was six. So I, I'm going to stick with six. I think, I think the Warriors win game four, make it 3-1. And then we have... A three-two game. Okay. Warriors don't want to have that same situation with the Rockets because they don't want that. That would be a tremendous story. James Harden down three-one against the Warriors with Kevin Durant, and you come back and win. Oh my gosh! And then that's the second time that the Warriors have actually lost with a three-one lead. Mm. And now if that happened, KD has to stay. Now he has to stay, which means Draymond mm. can't mm-hmm. stay. So that's just a whole lot right there. So. I think the Warriors realize a lot of a lot of stuff can occur with that, and as such, mm-hmm. they they close it out in six on the Rockets' court. So, mm-hmm. with the
0: three-one scenario, if the Rockets were able to kind of come back and get mm-hmm. over that three-one mm-hmm. lead, right? Um, you said KD would stay, mm-hmm. Draymond couldn't stay. So That's tough
1: because, for starters, I know the Warriors would not pay him a lot of money. Um, I know also a lot of teams would not pay him a lot of money because with that injury, okay, let's say Boogie comes back, there still would be a lot of questions about how healthy is he, and then this is his second injury in two seasons. So he could possibly stay um, if they blew the 3-1 lead, and then it would be Boogie, KD, Clay, Steph, and then because you lose, because you probably are going to, you're going to cap Draymond for another year, but then you got to start worrying about your bench too. Because your bench is, the, like, their bench is their weak spot. Like, outside of outside of Iguodala, man, and it, it's tough. It's tough to say this. Cause I love, like, love mm-hmm. Sean Livingston. That's that's mm-hmm. mini-me right there. Um, but outside of, like, whole time, though, you look mm-hmm. like Iggy. Um, I, I think I said that to you before, by the way, but... Yeah, like you. No, you smooth do look like Iggy. You think so?
0: People, people think I look like everybody.
1: Okay, nah, but um, but not like it, they have to improve their mm-hmm. bench. So because of that, at some mm-hmm. point in time, they got to start realizing that and trying to get like some solid players from free agency. Um, like, I thought the bench was tight, mm-hmm. but they, they in the playoffs, they, they, they falter. They falter. Like I don't know.
0: They do. Speaking of Boogie, so I know there was a report recently that Boogie is trying to come back for the playoffs. Um, so before you know. he says
1: anything, we did have a discussion about this. Um, I did bring it up to him. I had a source. I did have a source. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mention any names. Uh, I'm not gonna give any references. You know, I keep my sources tight. Um, you know, to the to the chest. Um, but yeah. We did talk about this. He, he he felt as though it it didn't make any sense. I I didn't think it would happen, but at the same time, I could see it playing out. Like, it was a possibility. I just want to throw that out there. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, though, because I need a couple answers. Like, how do we go from a torn quad to playable, potentially, in the playoffs, you know? Like, I kind of need that answer. And, 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 tell me how in the world is a miss is a if if you say misdiagnosed how is it that bad you know like we like you could and and you could have said something at any point in time too I, I i guess i get holding it in because like you want to kind of get like a an edge and maybe you let him rest because you don't really need him for the rockets and you don't really need him you didn't need him for the Clippers. You know, like, you can kind of get by into the finals without him. And then maybe against the Nuggets. Maybe against the Nuggets, bring him back because Jokic is a big boy. But outside of that, you, I, I need a lot of explaining, too. Like, like done. Because we, we, we talked a lot of crap about Braun and them, and they got fined. So that might have to happen if that was um, the case.
0: I don't know. What do you think? I still don't think it makes sense. I'll tell you a couple reasons why, so... Boogie, he's just coming off with an Achilles injury. For anybody who's really watched or followed the sport, I think the only person who really came back and did numbers post an Achilles injury was Dominique Wilkins, everybody else, from Kobe to a couple other players that are escaping me in this present moment. Elton Brand, I believe, was one. Um, they all came back as a shell of them former selves. So, he's taken a considerable amount of time to get back to this point, and Like most athletes, when you have a major injury, you tend to operate in a way that protects that particular injured body part. And that could potentially put stress on another body part. And I think that's what we're seeing here is he tore his quad. So partially torn, fully torn, whatever. Um, I'm kind of with you, Trey. I don't see how you go from a torn quad being out for the remainder of the season to now coming back. But um, for Boogie, I'm going to say it doesn't necessarily make sense because... Well, no. <clears throat> I'll say from Boogie's standpoint, I can see why he would want to get back on the court. This year, you wanted to prove that you were the player that people didn't think you were. You were supposed to get a bag last year. You didn't get the bag. Um, and you haven't had the opportunity to prove that. I think it makes sense why he wants to come back. So I get that. He wants to play. He's a hooper. Hooper's hoop. Right? From... Uh, from the Warriors' standpoint, I don't know that it makes sense Facts. because I think the best team that they're going to play in the playoffs is the Rockets. If you don't need him for the Rockets, I don't see why you would need him for anyone else. And if you were to need him for someone else, you're not going to get a hundred percent booking. Um, you got the Achilles injury now. You got the torn quad, and then from a coaching perspective, you got to draw up different schemes. And different lineups to kind of insert Boogie into, right? And then you also think about just coaching in general. Um, Granted, we haven't heard too much about him and his uh, attitude that he's kind of famous for this year. But at the same time, he hasn't played. He wants to play. It's the finals. Is that ego going to kind of come into play and kind of throw things up? I mean, throw things off? So I don't know that it makes a hundred percent from the Warriors' perspective, but I, I get why Boogie wants to come back. I want him to come back. I, I like Boogie Cousins. Um, I just don't know if the Warriors necessarily need him to come back, and it may do more harm than good, especially with Steph hurt.
1: Too. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't think he has an ego because he's injured, and he has he, he's trying to show people that he's a team player. But you know, that's just me.
0: Hopefully. We haven't heard anything from him this season. I, I think that could be the case.
1: All right, y'all. Well, look, y'all done heard everything we wanted to talk about. Well, really most, really most things. Um, as usual, I get more buckets. Trey, who's better, LeBron so, or Kobe?
0: See y'all. Like I said, see y'all. <laughs>